you enjoy this podcast, be sure you're following me on Instagram where I post little bits of the podcast, just the, the best bits condensed down into reels. And you can always get these 30 second to 60 second updates and hear about them first. So be sure to uh, follow me on Instagram at social bamboo with an underscore at the end. And if you have any questions or episode suggestions, I actually do uh, answer and respond to my own DM. So be happy to hear from you. Be sure to reach out if you have any questions at all. All right, let's start the show. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast, teaching one of the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about the first three mindsets that any entrepreneur needs in order to know that their business is going to work. Because actually, to know that you're going to be a successful entrepreneur isn't just about knowing the tactical side of things. You do have to have the mindset right. And this is no secret. Everyone understands this. But I really like to try to explain mindsets out there that are very necessary that you know, like be confident and believe in yourself. But teaching it like that really doesn't do anything for you. I like to break it down into what I find to be a lot more of a teachable lesson that hopefully by the end of today, You can leave with more confidence that your business is going to work, that you're going to truly believe in yourself, not just some frou-frou crap that someone told you, believe in yourself because you think you can, think you can, either way you're right. Very true. It just doesn't translate to real confidence. So today we're going to be talking about the three first mindsets that any entrepreneur needs to adapt in order to truly know that hitting their business goals is a matter of choice. One thing I want to say about that, though, I don't mean that every business idea you come out with has a 100% chance to work. I mean that any of you out there, if you wanted to start some kind of e-commerce business, maybe your first couple products won't work and you need to adjust. You want to start a digital education business, maybe what you call your first course and what's in there won't work at all. Uh, And I just want to mention this because there's a big difference between never quit and never pivot. So some of you out there, if you really are seeing numbers that are telling you, I don't think this business idea is going to work, then feel free to book a consultation call with me too before you scrap everything. I think I've talked to a lot of people that scrap business ideas that they didn't need to. They just needed to change up their marketing plan. And then I've seen it where people just endlessly change their marketing plan, thinking it will eventually sell a product that doesn't have a chance to work. And if that's your problem, you're going to want to know about it. So check the description right now, book a call, pause this episode, do that. That is first and foremost, you will get so much more value from me doing a complimentary consultation call than you could ever get from me on the podcast. So I really hope you take me up on that, uh, especially before this holiday season. So let's get into the three mindsets that are necessary in order for you to know everything's going to be all right. The first one you need to know is if you work 20 plus hours a week on anything, you will eventually get something to work. You will eventually figure something out. So for like your business, let's just say that you will eventually find some way to make money, whether you're doing it at scale or not, doesn't matter. The chances that if you apply 20 hours a week for three years to any business, the chances that you will eventually after that time 
find some kind of way that makes money and and the whole process is profitable is nearly a hundred percent. All right, no matter what skill level or talent you have, if you just abide by that, that is enough time for nearly anyone to figure it out. Now you might be saying, well, what if I worked 60 hours a week for one year? Is that the same? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that's the cool thing is in business, the reason why we always talk about work really hard is because hours worked is all that really matters, not weeks, not months, because you could have some very lazy months and some very unfocused months. And that's the other part of it too, the focus that you have on the these hours. And I am talking about 20 focused hours. So if you apply 60 hours a week and only 25 of them are focused work hours, then obviously you're you're not going to do as well so that's a big part of the equation and then the other part would be that you are taking th- the correct actions now even if you're doing the wrong moves and you're trying marketing that isn't going to work for you or you're inventing products that isn't going to work you always learn something from it so it does help out uh, but obviously if you can make the right moves in your business that's going to move you a lot quicker. And that's why hiring a coach is often a great idea, taking courses and and investing in yourself and talking to people who have done what you're looking to do is how you can be a lot more certain that those hours are being spent on the right things. But even if you have absolutely no natural talent for marketing, for business, if you have enough passion in what you're doing, and you have a big enough why, which is the only way that you could work on it 20 hours a week for three years, you would have to have a big enough why and know that this company is going to work and I'm going to pivot and do whatever I need to and I'm going to keep working on it. And if you simply do that, your odds of success are well over 95%. Okay. And the reason why I start with this mentality is I want you to know that success in terms of just getting a business to work to make you that five figures, six figures a year is a matter of choice, all right? Seven, eight, nine figures. There's a lot different mindsets that we would need to talk about that would be necessary to get to those levels. But just getting to like, we'll just say like a five-figure business per year, I guess these would be the ones that you would need to uh, adapt first, all right? So that's the first one. If you just apply 20 hours a week for three years, your chances of making something happen, even if you suck, is well over 95%. So just know that uh, you will get somewhere eventually, no matter what, that is positive. (laughs) Um, Number two is every problem is solvable if you ask the right questions. Every problem in business is solvable if you ask the right questions. Now, the reason why this is so important to understand is because that what it typically looks like when people don't adhere to this is a problem comes across their plate and they complain as if it's not solvable. They don't see how it's solvable, so all they can do is complain or get stressed out about their situation and cave into negative emotions and just stare at the face of the problem as if it didn't have a solution. And it can be difficult to know what your solution is, especially when you're newer, but I would hope that you can always come up with an something okay you can always come up with something because even in scenarios when i've been a lot less experienced the chances that i have a brilliant idea that i'm completely confident in 
when anything happens in my business is 100%. I'm always going to be completely confident in some idea. It just is a matter of thinking about it. And I'm not always right, uh, but obviously when you can get to this point of being completely confident in some idea because no matter what problem comes up, you always have a solution, then you're never going to stop working. Right? That's the other part of this. If you're always at least confident, even if it's not the right solution, you won't stop working. But to be able to know there is always a solution. So if I sit here on any problem for too long and think, oh, it's like this damn Shopify website – I, I can't get this technical error fixed. I mean, I, I'm not going to come up with the, the best error the examples on the, the spot, but just whatever it is. I, what, what example I am going to give you actually is now that Christmas is coming up right now, I'm going to give you the example of gift giving because this is how most people try to shop for gifts for someone. They say, what should I get them? I don't know. Dang, that was hard. I don't know. That That's the end of that. That was my attempt at giving them a good gift. What should I get my sister this year? I don't know. If you don't know, you asked the wrong question. That's it. That's always it. You don't say, well, I don't know. So that's end of story. It's never that. There's always a solution. So you say, okay, well, what's her daily routine? Well, I don't know that. Okay, well, who could I ask that she's do- what she's doing every day? What hobbies has she been getting into? Let me go on our uh, Facebook and, and uh, see what she's posted recently. See if I can do some detective work. Let me see if I can't have a conversation with her and uh, try to extract some information that would kind of tell me what a good gift idea would be without letting them know, of course. There's always some kind of amazing gift that you can give someone. And if you are ever stumped at what to give someone for Christmas or any gift, know that it's because you're not asking the right questions. That's it. And there's a book I've read called Giftology that has a lot of rules for gifting that really helps out for anyone that would be curious. It it is more of a gift that's based around strategic business gifting. So that's really cool too, that you'll learn something business-wise, but it totally applies uh, to just gifting for your family. And that's something that I take pride in being able to really figure out uh, something that someone would love to receive as a gift without them even having any idea that they wanted it and trying to find that because it's all a matter of asking questions. And if you ever don't know, that's not where it stops. That's not where it stops in your business. I don't know what I should do marketing-wise. I don't know what I should do with my product or my pricing or, or my emails, or I don't know what I should do with this lawsuit on my table that this person uh, brought to me. I don't know what to do with uh, all this website traffic that it isn't converting If you look at it that way, you're like, I suck at business, right? Or I I can't do this or my product's not working uh, and has no chance to work uh, and I can't do this. And that's why it's so important that if you ever catch yourself... Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com.
strapped by a problem that you're just like, I have no idea how to answer this. And it's creating you to stay in a negative mindset. It's because you haven't accepted that there always is a solution. And why wouldn't you be confident in in pursuing that and just knowing that there is a way out? If you kind of look at at it like chess, there's always some kind of way to bail yourself out of out of a situation if you're if you're not going up against like a, a chess master or something there's always like something that you can do or no matter what it, it's all just about making the best move on the table it's not ever like well it, it looks like i'm gonna get checked mate so it looks like i should just cry it's always well let what is the absolute best move that i can make and if you always just stay focused on that then that's how you'll you know adhere to the first rule of just just keep working and putting in the focused hours of work not the ones where you're staring at your screen and having imposter syndrome or staring at your computer and uh just being unfocused and saying man what if i just applied for a job or what if i just went back to my other job or what if i just you know put this business away you know whatever it is whatever thoughts that aren't you working but you're still kind of logging it as working hours uh that's why number two is so important uh last thing i'm going to say about that is that know that solving problems is often like solving a sudoku puzzle where if you also don't know the the answer it's because well i guess it kind of comes back to you haven't asked the right questions yet you haven't figured out the information around it to really know but if you aren't sure what number to place down in a sudoku puzzle it's because there's a part of the puzzle somewhere else that you haven't solved yet maybe you need a little bit more information sometimes the right answer is i need to survey my audience when's the last time you had that come up as an answer rather than i don't understand my customer why doesn't that get answered by i need to survey my customers and then adjust based off of that right so that that's a lot of times what that sudoku puzzle is if you don't know the answer it's because you're missing some piece of knowledge that would tell it uh to you so that's why you need to be focused on asking better questions number three mindset once you're winning your determination will be endless and conversely, if your determination is not endless, it's because you're not winning and it's actually not really much based around a lot of other things. If you're applying all of this effort into creating content and getting people on phone calls and, and just you can't close them and you just can't get your following numbers to move, your your views won't go up and you just really don't understand it and all these things are happening and it's not tra- translating the money. Mostly, it's not translating money is the biggest thing, especially if you're broke in other realms. It is hard to keep up motivation. Now, being broke is motivating because you're working because you base you have to, right? However, a lot of times this action that you're taking in your business, especially let's say you're like me, you're creating content, which is all of you. If you're creating content, you're not in a great mood and you're stressed out it's probably not going to be as good as if you were in a great state of mind. So success is very upward spiral, downward spiral. If you don't have money and then it causes you to take unfocused action because you're stressed out or it makes you take action where you're not fully confident, 
and then now you're making less money, which then compounds onto this again for you to um, start feeling your imposter syndrome more that makes you like, all right, I'm just going to play video games. I I can't think about work right now. It's too stressful. I got to apply myself somewhere else. Everything's a downward spiral with it and everything's an upward spiral with it because as you get more followers, those begot more followers, sales begot more sales, right? Who's going to close an appointment better? Someone who just came off of four appointments that they closed previously or four no sales. If you get four sales, you're going to walk into that fifth appointment just completely confident that of course they're going to buy. It's just what has been happening all day. So money is really like you kind of get like money magnet mode. As you make more money, it makes it easier to make more money. And if you don't have any money in the bank, it makes it difficult, especially because then you might have to leverage credit and go negative. And then that adds to your stress. So if you're not feeling determined, know that it is mostly just due to that. And for a lot of you that don't have the motivation to run your business or you're having a lot of doubts, all of those problems would go away with a big sales day. If you are a big sales day away from your problems basically not seeming like problems anymore, then try not to point the finger at anywhere else than that and try to really just think of like, how can I really get some more sales in my business? What's like the quickest A to B path to doing so? And also knowing that, hey, if I can't make that happen right now, it's okay. But I need to know that if I'm simply a good sales day away from having all my confidence back, who's to say I just can't give it to myself? If I'm that close to just be like, okay, woo, all right, I got a sale. I got got two sales. I got three sales, whatever it is. If you're selling like digital education, it's you have like some, you know, uh, four or five figure product, probably one sale. Like if you're, if you're down on your luck and then you get that one sale, like that, that's all you needed to snap out of it. I remember being, uh, in Cutco selling knives. Like you, you just get someone to spend 300 bucks and all of a sudden you'd be like, Oh, I'm out of it. Like, like we, I had this thing that I would tell reps that would say, I'm in a sales slump right now. I'd say you're, you're one big order away from being out of it. So therefore, that version of you who just got that, who did that one extra appointment that found that right customer who then bought, do you really need that situation to happen to know that I can embody some of that confidence now? If you're one good sales day away from being confident, then obviously pursue that, but also know that you're really not that far off from being your former self. And that sale is going to motivate you to find more customers. And maybe you get a testimonial from a customer. You, someone emails you, hey, your product is incredible. Your podcast is incredible. Or your reels, I love them so much. They crack me up and I learn so much. A lot of you are one compliment away from having that confidence back in a lot of situations. And just know that if you're ever, you have a bad sales month, or a couple of them in a row, and you start going down that downward spiral, uh, it's not simply changing the direction of that spiral is one very positive day. So do everything that you can to make that. If you say, well, okay, I, I know that I'm just a few sales away from making it happen. I need to get as many phone calls booked this week as I can to to get people on the phone. And then if if a couple of them play out, like problem solved right at the root of it. I don't need to be doing all this meditation and stuff. Obviously great, but I think a lot of people when they get in this negative mindset, they're like, all right, 
what do I need to do? I need to manifest my goals on paper. I need to watch this YouTube video. I need to watch this inspirational video. I need to do anything besides just the action of like, what's, how can I make money right now? And, and I think all of those things are positive, but I also do know that like, if you are just some sales away from re regaining all of your confidence that your business is going to work, don't distract yourself too much outside of income producing activities because th those build more confidence than any confidence seminar could <laughs> okay if you, if you if your business made like 300k or whatever let's just say it uh quadrupled last year's sales if you quadrupled this sales this year from last year would you need any extra help to be confident in your business not really not really right so the rest of it is all just like helpful but it's all just kind of fluff it's not the the real can't argue with confidence that is just completely real uh and, and uh you're not that far away from feeling that like i said you're one really positive day away so do everything in your power you can to create that day and then once you get to success climb up that upward spiral and keep compounding and utilizing that confidence. If you, if you get a sale on your website that is you're just so happy about, put in some work. Make another reel. That reel is going to be great. You're going to have an honest smile on your face, right? So really compound the success into more success. And that's I'll, I'll give you one more bonus mindset that is really necessary with that is conquering complacency. Because a lot of times entrepreneurs, once they start seeing a little bit, bit of success, they take some time off and then that time off puts them back into a sales slump or they haven't had uh, anything just positive enough happen recently. And, and if they go enough time without a positive day, then here you are back on that negative track. So you don't really want to let yourself go back and forth on upward spiral, downward spiral in entrepreneurship as much as you can help it. It always will in ways, but don't just be like a sale, whoo, time off, right? Don't don't go to the store and spend the money that you make right away. Like don't put yourself right back into a financial burden as soon as you get out of it. And, and that's really what living paycheck to paycheck is, but it's also kind of doing that same thing with your confidence because you're not ever compounding on success when the moment is right. So keep at it, keep working, have fun with it. You have a 100% chance of making it eventually if it really is what you wanna do. The only people who I think that fail entrepreneurship uh, are ones who really, really wanted to be entrepreneurs and, and just gave up when they were a matter of sticking with it. If you're someone who starts entrepreneurship and then you realize this is not for me, this is not how my mindset works, this is so against everything that I want to do, this is stressful as hell. I still do think if you adhere to that first rule of doing 20 hours a week for three years, you're still going to get somewhere and you're going to be damn proud of yourself for doing it and yeah, all that good stuff. Uh, but entrepreneurship is not for everyone and sometimes it takes starting it to, to figure that out. So I don't count that as failure at all. Someone's realizing like this is not at all what I want to do. I just would rather uh, work more set hours because in entrepreneurship because you always could be working, for a lot of people, that right there alone doesn't work with how 
their mind is. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> you get to work all the time. Like, wouldn't it suck if you didn't have the opportunity to, to work when you wanted to? Like, it, it really is a, a mindset thing. So make sure you're in the right opportunity. And if you really, really want it, it is a choice and a matter of sticking with it. Try not to question yourself because that's called unfocused work. And it still compounds in your mind as work because you're still putting hours on the clock in regards to your business, thinking about it in whatever way. And it still is just as draining as you just posting anyways, as you just making content anyways, as you just getting people on the phone, making sales happen, making adjustments, reaching out to me, booking that call right now. Let's leave it at that. Go book the call. I swear, if it's not the most productive 45 minutes that you've ever spent on your business, I'll be damned. These calls really help people because if your ship is in the wrong direction or your ship is broken, I'm going to be able to, to help you see that a lot quicker. And I guarantee it, you're going to be uh, pointing in the right direction after. So book the call, subscribe to this show. Thanks so much for listening. See you later.